Hello everyone! Welcome to Switchcraft, the fingerboard podcast, episode number six. I'm Jana, and I'm sitting here with... What's good? I'm Julian, your co-host. And yeah, Julian just returned from the VU, which from Europe is quite the trip. Exactly. Yeah, today we're going to talk a bit about the trip itself, VU, and also about how European contests or gatherings are different to American events or North American events. Yeah, exactly. We're going to make a bit of a comparison, going to try to point out the differences and, yeah, get you through how the experiences can vary from themselves. And a little bit of upkeeping. We're n- we now can be found at switchcraft-podcast.com instead of the usual SoundCloud uh, account. Yeah, we moved over there. It's still work in progress due to something I'm going to talk about now. We were going to record another episode before Yuyan left, but I broke my arm. Gladly, my non-fingerboarding arm. Yeah, so the work on the website can be a bit slow, but yeah, like we know from other websites, stay tuned. (laughs) And and, yeah, uh, another thing, maybe in the future we try to do a live stream on one of these episodes. And yeah, we're going to do that over Instagram. We're going to announce it a few days in advance. And yeah, yeah, we're just... Need to figure a few things out. Exactly. Like proper timing and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, so let's just jump right in. So, how long were you in in the US? I was in the US. I arrived in Boston on the 1st of April on Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, (laughs) after a 10-hour trip. Uh, oh, f- funny, funny thing! I had to walk to the airport because um, there was no bifogi, no, no, no the, traffic. Uh, which uh, is uh, like the uh, the public transport. Yeah, exactly. Government thing uh, in in Berlin. Yeah, they were on a strike, so I was completely on foot. Um, but I still managed to get to Boston, and I arrived there at nearly five p.m. Got picked up from the airport by Harry, Mike and Isaac, Mike's roommate. Um, Yeah, we drove back to Andover after a quick burger pit stop. And uh, first American burger was gorgeous, uh, like uh, half ground meat and half bacon. I mean, who comes up with that? (laughs) That's just... (laughs) Wow. Yeah, um... Um, Knowing you, I was a bit anxious for you that you didn't make the trip because, like, <laughs> you you have a bit of a habit of running late, and I was like, let's see if you arrive there. <laughs> yeah, I did arrive. I did trash completely a pair of shoes. Like they're not, they're not usable anymore. Completely worn out. But anyway, um, and I stayed there for about 10 days and you stayed at Mike's house right exactly I stayed yeah. at Mike's uh, in Andover yeah <clears throat> and uh, what I didn't know 
mm-hmm. uh, was that uh, you said that the location where Vu is is quite quite a bit away from Mike's place. Yeah, yeah, distances in the US um, are a whole different scale, kind of, like, completely. Um, it's 25 minutes by car if you're going pretty fast on the short highway um, tract that you have to make. Um, yeah, it's absolutely not makeable on foot (laughs) not at all everyone who got there had to get there by car basically um there is quite a few of the older vu locations Mm -hmm. that are nearer like yeah yeah there were previous locations yeah yes this is i I just um, seen this one in in older videos and stuff yeah this is the fourth i believe oh yes exactly they went from a gym kind of thing like a smaller thing uh back to uh something something bigger uh up to a warehouse and then this uh, this second warehouse that mike rents uh i think no wait i think he even owns it he just has to pay like a mortgage yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's, that's fucking rad. And that's where all the parks are placed do you, do you permanently. Have, do you have like a, a scope of how many parks there were? Um, like just I could, roughly? I could count them in one of my clips, but I would say average 25. And we get a bit into the comparing part already. I haven't been at a, a Fast Fingers in like 12 years. Yeah. Would you say there's more parks at the Rendezvous or is it comparable with Fast Fingers? I would say it's pretty comparable. Um, although first it's it's more concentrated, like it's more parks in a more smaller dense. place, yeah. kind of. And second thing is... Although the number is the same, the number of usable parks is greater because it's Black River parks mm-hmm. and parks that Mike made. Mm-hmm. So they're really all usable. Um, if you try to use like one of the old super bulky Black River parks, yeah. it gets harder, you know, and that's mainly what the fast fingers yeah, so storage is composed of you know yeah so there's not no really really old parks uh, no there. not really no okay i think the oldest thing you can find there is a g7 okay yeah yeah cool and yeah let's talk about the event itself so the event is basically only one day like the yeah main the event. event the main event so to speak is from 12 to 6 p.m. at the storage room, and mm-hmm. that's the official rendezvous. But, like, how it felt for me is that the event actually stays, uh, uh, um, starts at kind of Friday. Friday mm-hmm. is the first day of the event because you've got such a massive load of people inside Mike's house already on 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 thursday basically and on, on friday it's just 
30, 5, 40 people, so... I mean, that, that's like from what I heard and from how we're planning it this year, it's basically the same for Fast Fingers. And it was the same for the uh, nah. Fuzzy Berlin. Like, most people arrive a day early and spend a day catching up with people. Still, it's it's not the same, I would okay. say, because um, the main event is still the Fast Fingers. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the focus is on that. Like, all the people are hyped on that, on meeting up the others there. But the main scenery at Rendezvous is really Mike's house. Okay, yeah, I I think I get your point. It's probably because of Fast Fingers is primarily a contest. Exactly, and exactly. Mike's is basically a hangout. A meetup, exactly. And in, yeah, the, when you, in the spirit of the title of the contest. Yeah, basically. and when you meet up with or other people, you, you don't really start at... 11 in the morning and you stop at 7 in the afternoon. Yeah, it's exactly. usually more fluid than a contest. Because a mm-hmm. contest you have to get all the people over with and have to keep it running. It's a yeah. lot. I've, I think it's a lot more stressful than just a regular event. I mean, I only can compare it with like store events at Elsie Berlin shop versus a, a contest like Elsie Number 10. Yeah. Which has like completely different vibe to it and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um there is even a small contest but that's but it's not like the focus. That's not the focus at all. It takes up maybe one hour. Oh, it's okay. The judging is not super focused and super concerning cleanliness and stuff like that, you know. It's more of just to have fun, basically, and to leave and all the kids who had the balls to start <laughs> up. Uh, what type of contest with. is it usually? Is it a best trick? Is it a run thing or a game skate or? No, this uh, this time it was a best trick on the Makba. because oh, nice. uh, maybe you've seen from clips all over Instagram and yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I've seen it, and I that. The Camel Pro guys, mainly the Camel Pro guy, yeah. uh, brought a, a perfect Macba uh, replica, yeah. miniature replica to Rendezvous, like as a gift to Mike and the Rendezvous. Just left it there, basically. Yeah, he, he like I I met him at the, at the store like yeah. a few months ago. And, yeah, on Instagram he was like, yeah, uh, yeah, it just, like, was collecting dusk in my living room and <laughs> was sec- acting as my couch table, so I thought other people would enjoy it more. Yeah, and that's really an enjoyable park because it's yeah. just perfect. It's it's simple, but it really, really works. And, yeah, it was basically just the best trick, five tries. Mm-hmm go for it and just like really the the main focus was to leave every kid that started up and and entered in the contest with a small prize yeah. like an encouragement thingy yeah. which uh, could probably help <laughs> like i mean we we basically did that at uh, azi as well yeah yeah so and and for the kids we were like uh, 
giving them things that they would <coughs> enjoy more than other people, like tech decks and sure, stuff like that. Sure. Just a spare pair of trucks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would you say that the Magba Plaza was your favorite park there, or definitely? I would say yes, yeah, for sure. Um, there were other parks that Mike made that were amazing, like uh, one that was at his house that was just sick. Um, it had a ledge. It had a ledge made made out of. Um, of, of skateboards basically I, I know which one you're talking yeah. about I, I was about asking if it if you mean that one but yeah yeah that that looks rad really right. is super fun to ride and I I think for most Europeans it's like the same as for most Americans most Americans are like oh once in, a, in my life I have to go to fast fingers and to all the German locations and European locations, and for us it's like at least once I have to go to the yeah. But um, the thing is, it starts out as that, and now my mindset is the next one. I have to make this at least an annual thing. Yeah. Like honestly, I have to go again for yeah, sure. Yeah, I really want to go. At least next year as well. Yeah, we're gonna organize a Berlin trip plane. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so um, after the the main event at warehouse is done, yeah, you just hang out at Mike's. Or... Exactly, you ride back to Mike's house, and then there's like the strategic ride because mm -hmm. everybody leaves the location at about six thirty, mm -hmm. and we left the location next at six mm -hmm. because we wanted to take a shower because <laughs> yeah. you know if there's like 40 people you're not gonna want to use the toilet it's or like block the toilet yeah. so we rode back a bit earlier and just uh everybody arrived a couple of minutes later basically and we just had a massive time up until like six in the morning and woke up the day after and were totally trashed. <laughs> but still, and, it was amazing. And how many people would you say were at Mike's place? Around 40? Yeah. Just... Yeah, 40. I would say peak would... Yeah, 40. Average and 40. Now, now to the part which... I always uh, find the most interesting about the events. Uh -huh. I I don't really care too much about the contests or the yeah. parts. For me, it's more more about getting to know new people and yeah, yeah. riding with new people. And that was that was amazing. That was because it, it's you're accustomed to certain faces. You know. Yeah. You know, like. Okay, especially, that's, that's Yeldo. Yeah, like, especially uh, at the Aussie Berlin store. I yeah. think we're in a bit of a minority in the fingerboard uh, group that, uh, or community that we ha get that, like, basically every yeah. Saturday and a couple times during the week where we meet up with a bunch of friends and exactly. uh, meet a few other people we know there and someone from out of town shows up and... 
Yeah, it's it's always like a like a little get together, and I think yeah. for someone who mostly fingerboards alone at his or her desk, that's a very much rare thing to get to know other people. Yeah, and especially other people that you have kind of seen. Yeah, <laughs> like a, um, you know their the, hands. Yeah, exactly. There was this guy. That was fingerboarding, uh, uh, and I was like, "What's your IG, pocketboarder?" Fuck, I know you, awesome stuff. I thought I recognized it, like, and that happened to me with a lot of people actually. Shout out to Jeff; he taught me how to dab invisible chopsticks, I believe. Awesome style, awesome dude. Thank you for the advice. <laughs> and one one small gripe that I have in situations like that. If you have a fingerboarding account on Instagram, please at least show one image where you show your face. Because so many times I, I've been at the store and someone walks in and they walk uh, and I don't really get to talk with them because I'm like eating pizza or something like that. And then they leave and I was like, oh, that one was there. Ah, damn it. <laughs> And yeah. yeah, so that really helps at events to get get talking. Yeah, for sure. Also, um, the other aspect was meeting people that I have been watching for half my life. Fingerboard, mm. like genuinely, I've I've met most, but people like um, Pat McGinn, for example. Mm. Uh, I've seen his first clip when I was, I think, maybe like 13 or something. Or it's still, I, I still get a bit starstruck when I see Jay Fingerboard, like six tricks in four seconds. I was waiting for you to, yeah, to mention him. No, honestly, it's just amazing. It just. So, uh, were the, uh, who were the like, most notable people you met there like either companies or just cool fingerboarders or was there anyone in particular where you were like yeah so glad that i got to meet this person or two people in particular definitely deserve a shout out first one is definitely matt from joy cult that is just one of the purest human beings I've ever known and also such a just such a friendly dude of yeah um and and the other one is Alex Rogan I, I don't know if you um, know him no, it just doesn't ring a bell just awesome guy like really really chilled human beings honestly open-minded and you know I, I don't know it's it's something different getting to meet people in germany i feel it's different just what, what? you get you get greeted differently okay there's a sort of openness towards everyone in america there's just mm. like ah whatever Super friendly and super open, almost Mediterranean kind of. Okay. And um, 
I don't know. Some people say it's shallow. Maybe it is. Who gives a fuck? I think I, um, I'm I'm quite German. Like I yeah, I, exactly. Reserved like my, yeah. and, and and personal space. Who's around me? Who's around? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's more like that in Europe, um, and and there it's it's different. Yeah, just and, different. And also like the the personal space. I I quite have an issue with that when I'm at events where oh, you're yeah. at the park and <sighs> suddenly you have sweat on both of your arms and it's not coming from you. It's coming <coughs> from the person standing yeah. next to you and basically butting against your shoulder. Yeah, and your finger butting and suddenly a hand rises yeah. up in yeah. between from your elbow. Your exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> And it's it's like the fingerboard equivalent to snaking in a skate park. Um, like you just there sure. having having a session, and of course, I I can understand that at like contests, everyone wants to ride the park to get to know it and yeah. figure out new tricks to do in the run or also just to just warm up and stuff yeah, like that. And yeah. I also get that it's not cool when someone's standing at a spot for like thirty minutes, uh-huh. but I I think there's there's ways to to handle it better. Uh, did you experience that as well at at Vue? Because just for the record, at yeah. Fast Fingers, that's pretty much something you have to expect. <laughs> like there, there's a lot of people usually at Fast Fingers. Yeah. Um, how many people do you think were at Vue in Oof. general? I wouldn't know. Or would you say there is more people at a typical fast fingers, or the I have worst? seen fast fingers that were bigger than Vu, mm-hmm. but I say I think this Vu was bigger than than the last fast fingers. Oh, okay, cause, so it's cause about two hundred people average on crazy. on peak time. I would say because I always average. imagined. Uh, or maybe it it's just 150, like, I don't know. Because I always imagined it being like maybe half the size of Fast Fingers. But like I said, I've I never been to a Vu and I yeah. haven't been to a Fast Fingers in like 12 years. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... But from pictures and everything, I always thought that Fast Fingers, basically the whole European scene shows up and... I didn't think that everyone at the stage was up to every view, yeah. but yeah. But like the April view is usually bigger the than November. the November one. Yeah. At least that's what I was told. Um, it was big. I I'm not quite sure, to be honest, because I was mainly fingerboarding. Yeah, you so, weren't counting. Hands. Yeah, exactly. So I would say it's. On peak time, between 120 and 200 people, which is a pretty wide range, I and know. But do, they, do they take a fee? They do take a fee, right? Yeah, they take a fee. They take so, a small entry fee. It's like yeah. $2 or something. Yeah, um, so, so maybe uh, Mike would know numbers. Or, maybe. Yeah. Plus us, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think you But were. to... Come back to the park thingy. Um, you experience small spaces at Vu, but still it's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, like my experience no is no one has to get a run. Exactly, in, the contest park. You don't get to touch the contest park until your run and the fast fingers after session at fast fingers. At Vu, there is no contest, so mm. there's not the direction of uh, overzealousness over one specific park. Yeah, like there's no people massively crowding over it the makba was crowded at first that was just the excitement of seeing it yeah, and sure. riding it um and well nico frank just destroyed it but he went his rounds so it's cool um yeah, like he, he he takes maybe three tries for a trick so he doesn't he doesn't block he doesn't up take the, a lot of time exactly he doesn't block up the spot for too long um and so it was basically the the older people the more experienced riders uh around the makba for the first one or two hours mm. and then they just distribute it and then it was cool and then you could ride it that was chilled yeah, so it's more chilled in that perspective, but but there's still like the basic kid making an ollie, bumping into you, then looking at yeah. you, then making his second ollie, and then looking at you again, and you're like, yeah, what now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's cool. I mean, we we've all been there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Some more than others. <laughs> yeah, so um, if I would put you on the spot, yeah, which one do you like more? If you if you only could go to one event in a year, would you go to Fast Fingers or Vu? Wow. Dis disregarding the prize of getting there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that's a hard one. I really have to say that's a fucking hard one. Because on, on the one hand, you have, like, at least for the European scene, we all kind of know each other. Like, yeah. I, there's a lot of people I haven't met yet, but there's a lot of people who, are, who I have met yet. So at Fast Fingers, I would expect to meet all the rest of the of the core from the European scene and yeah. meet all the faces I, I met in the last few years. And hang out with them, have a beer with them, have a game skate. And in Vu, I would basically meet people who I have never met before. Yeah. So I, I think it's that that could be like a deciding factor. Yeah. Do you want to catch up with people which are more who are more accessible to you, or meet an entire different section of people? Yeah, I mean the entirely different section of people thing is surely a selling point for Vu yeah. to be honest um, and also it's super rad and super mind opening to having heard so much about the US and actually mm. being there and being able to experience things firsthand. so I would say Vu is definitely the more essential okay. experience but still 
there's an emotive connection for me to fast fingers. You yeah, know? I, I so, can get that. Like starting up and always having heard of that and wanting to go forever and finally being there and being so fucking overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, like that was my first I, I huge can, contest. I came back to the scene like three years ago, as I mentioned a lot of times, <laughs> and there hasn't been a fast finger since because I came yeah. back, like I think... A week after Fast Fingers, I walked into the store or something That's like that. such a shame. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and there just haven't been one uh, or any for the past two years. So I'm quite excited to go back again. And the thing is, um, Fast Fingers also gathers some people from the American scene. Like, still, yeah. Fast Fingers is definitely way more international okay. than Rendezvous. So you you get to meet basically a an even a good broader portion. spectrum. Yeah. Um still I really couldn't couldn't be be, yeah. be pinned pinned down on a decision to be honest. Yeah. Um and at Vu did you like I know that a lot of like Cool new things brought to you every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not not even the park, as, as we just mentioned, but also like people coming up with new products oh, or yeah. seeing products for yeah. the first time. Like for example, Harry, uh, like the Dirty wow. Harry, brought back the uh, the magazine, which uh, oh yeah, Archer, yeah, Archer, shout like, out to Andrew, because it's basically along the lines of what we do. Of course, in a different form. Exactly. But yeah. I, I really, I was really digging that magazine, especially as someone who professionally did magazines in the past. I have a huge love for print magazines, so keep, keep, keep it up. Yeah, thank you, Andrew, for keeping print alive. Massive MVP, right there. Yeah. Um, but also products. Yeah. Holy fuck, knuckles! It feels like every third individual there had an actual company, mm. or okay, let's not say an actual company. Did, let's did say did a stuff. company did yeah. stuff. Um, there was just everything. Um, yeah, I mean, like to interrupt you for a second. Yeah. A lot of different different things, like different hobbies, have their like fairs and events that happen once a year where all the new product is released or announced. Uh-huh. And I feel like Vu and maybe Fast Fingers are our equivalent to that. Exactly, exactly. drop their new stock or yeah. come up with new exciting things. And Vu is even richer in products than Fast Fingers because mm-hmm. you've got all the little brands yeah. in the US, for example, like Ravi Sauce or Yandex, which I personally haven't ever tried, but still, yeah, they you? are there. Okay. Um, uh, you've got Matt from Joy Cult running around. He made his first trip uh, out of his country. Shout out oh, for, for cool. making such a brave move. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got everyone running around, and plus, since Mike is the official US Black River and Burnwood distributor, mm-hmm. you also got that. So it's everything, just everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was there any any new product that you saw? Maybe oh yeah, new to you that? Yeah, for sure. Really hit you. Um, Cowply just released his uh, first realware graphics, and I got a first-hand glimpse of those. I couldn't snag myself one, but it's fine next time. Um, and the funny thing is that there were small paper graphic elements under the realware. Oh, okay. So super interesting and. Actually, you, you could actually, like, see them a bit it's through, kind of rude, but not yeah. really. Really cool detail. Um, I mean, also, I know that, like, being a huge yeah. Five uh, Like fan myself, I know that Bert brought the, the first wave of realware Five yeah. Likes to there, and you brought me some, and Ooh. I love them, <laughs> as always. <laughs> oh, that's that's also a super cool human being, like... Super nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, and you have to watch out for Loft. This brand is not yet a thing, but um, whoever knows Ryan Bernier, um, maybe one of the best American fingerboarders, uh... He's making these um, planters and other granite and marble obstacles that are just amazing. He wet saws them and then wet polishes them. It's just so smooth. Yeah, like you brought home one of them. Like oh yes. Uh, first of all, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, we're probably gonna put uh, an image of that in the show notes. It's uh, let's do that for yeah, sure. It's it's a bench, basically, uh, but it has like a a little mini pad behind the backside of the bench. Exactly. So it's a it's a bench manual pad combo kind of thing. Yeah, and <coughs> and for me it was it was even a bit too perfect <laughs> like i i know that sounds a bit picky but it was like really 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 smooth you don't hear any sound of uh, when grinding and stuff like that and it's amazing like um, it's really smooth like you can't un underestimate the the difference that makes when when riding yeah it's it's crazy um but i think like getting worn through time it yeah. will eventually get a rougher grind feeling yeah i just think it's just a super long living obstacle kind of thing yeah it, it like it's basically solid is it marble or granite um, the backside is granite and the bench is labradorite, which is uh, basically a kind of granite. Yeah. So but it's super hard, actually. Yeah, and it's like like solid material, so yeah. I, I think it will last for a while. Exactly, exactly. And he also makes planters, which you probably have seen in clips from the Dirty Harry and Mike. Um Super good obstacles, and I hope he will be uh, making those available soon because it's just amazing. It's I love that thing. It's yeah. it has not moved from my table since the first session on it. And so the company name is Loft, right? Um, 
Um, or... Yeah, that's what he settled on the last day I was there. <laughs> okay, so... it hasn't changed, but. Yeah, so we're calling it Loft. It may have a different name by now, but... Yeah, it, it may have. I'll ask him eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, staying on the topic of news, um, a few people have asked me about the status, uh, like we're mo moving to Germany back again now, so a few people have asked me about the status of the store, like the Asi Berlin store. And yeah, since we're both locals there and uh, I help TKY with the website, uh, we both know a bit more than the average. But also yeah. he's quite transparent about that. Like, um, so basically what, what was going on is that in the past it was the Black River store. Then the Black River store closed and Timo continued in the same location as the Azi Berlin store. And he didn't make like an, uh, a new contract with the uh, with the landlord. He just stayed in the same contract that uh, Martin Ernberger from Black River set up. Which meant that uh, when he wasn't able to pay rent, which happened in January, it fell back to Martin Ernberger. Yep. That isn't a cool thing. It doesn't matter what you think of Black River as a brand or the individuals behind that, it's still not cool to have to pay money for basically something you don't have anything to do with. So uh, Timo now has the contract in his own hands and because of that it's now a three month uh, notice period. Before that, because he didn't have a contract with the landlord directly, he could basically move out anytime he wanted and be like, I'm done. And yeah, Black River would have to deal with finding something new for the place and etc. etc. So now, basically, at every time, it's still going to be at, around for at least three months because that's the notice period we're working <laughs> with. So that, that is at least for those people planning a journey. That is something we can more or less guarantee. So um, wait, wait, wait. So we've got um, May, June, July. Okay, guys, it's safe if you want to come to Fast Fingers to Berlin yeah. first and then to Schwarzenbach. It's all cool. And uh, Timo is also currently working on the setup for uh, Fast Fingers since he's obviously going himself. He's looking, uh, or he's asking a few people who worked at the shop before if they can can look after the store for one or two days. But yeah, um, if you're in Germany, what are you even doing in Berlin? Like that's the only time I would tell you what are you even doing in Berlin. Come down to Schwarzbach, and and you're more than welcome to go to the store before or after Fast Fingers, I think a lot of people will, but yeah, like starting Friday, you should be moving to Schwarzenbach, yeah, which is in northern Bavaria. That's what we have instructed all the Americans yeah. that we have uh, tried to convince to come to Fast Fingers, come to Berlin like a week in advance and then come move with down us. with us. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's going to be massive if that is going to be pulled yeah. through. And uh, one more thing uh, for the the health of the store. Um, like I said, Timo couldn't pay rent in January. It sucked. And it looked like he can't pay rent in February. So he is, uh, he basically set up a meeting with all the locals and the plan is that all the locals and so far it's just the locals that we basically made an agreement if it doesn't work out with the rent we got you. So we have like a, a bunch of people we both agreed to paying 25 euros if the rent doesn't get paid otherwise or the rent and the expenses. So that is something like a like a fallback system and Timo is thinking about expanding that program to uh, to the German scene as a whole but so far it's just the the locals from the Asi Berlin store but also um Asi Berlin has a patron if you are, if you, if you can afford a couple bucks or if you if you care about that and can afford it, like we as locals and also Timo are more than grateful for everyone who but chips also, in. Also the scene, I mean, the thing is Berlin has been such an important hub for international thing, fingerboarding over the years because we have that pre the place. Yeah. That place that we can all kind of gravitate back to. Exactly. It's the perfect after session. It's the perfect place for a beer. It's the perfect place for a hangout, for a yeah. skate. It's just... And it has been there for so long. Please yeah. help us maintain it. Yeah, and also... Um, uh, Timo is currently working out a deal with the postal service... Uh, that he can like uh, it's a bunch of contract signings <laughs> which uh, brings down shipping costs especially to the US Ooh. I think uh, uh, the number good. he mentioned to me is uh, it would be 30 instead of 40 bucks it's I know that it's still a lot but I think he once mentioned something that he can bring it down to 20 but I think there has to be like a a quota, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there has to be like a quota you you meet and stuff like that. So yeah, shipping is definitely getting cheaper. At least ten bucks. That's what I know for sure. Maybe more. And yeah, if you but the the thirty to forty bucks, like forty right now, basically don't depend on what you're ordering. So if you have a few friends and. All of you want like a Harrier and a Aussie brick and maybe a new Berlin wood or something like that. Just yeah. look at the store and order in bulk. Yeah, and, <laughs> and divide the shipping costs between two people. And yeah, so if you can support the store, uh, the store, there are many ways to do that. And if you're in Berlin, come to the store, hit us up. Shop, shop. Yeah, come to the shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but that basically covers the, the status of the... Uh, things. Of, the, of things, yeah. And, yeah, one uh, one thing for the future, for, for us, for the podcast. Oh, yes. While we... you were in 
In the US, you organized a little something. Exactly. We will have uh, our little podcast with Mike Schneider one of these days, and we're going to um, probably get that through Skype or somehow. And we wanted to ask you, the people, <laughs> you specifically, if, listening. <laughs> if you have um, any suggestions for questions. Oh, that's a nice rhyme. Um, we, yeah, anything you'd to, like to ask, basically. Yeah, yeah and we're going to try to cover as many as possible. And yeah, we're probably looking at recording, uh, recording it in the next month or something yeah like that's in, that's hope, hopefully yeah in the, ne in the next in the next few weeks so sounds good yeah and uh once we set up a date and everything and got got everything to work because we have to figure out a few technical things yeah we will sure. uh, make a post on on the uh switchcraft uh instagram uh account and yeah you will be able to answer the story with questions and yeah, yeah and then take it from there yeah so yeah yeah and upcoming events we basically just have fast fingers at yeah, the exactly. 6th of july as we've been talking about for a while now and in november we have the event the off the rails in devon england uh, on the 23rd of November, organized okay. by uh, the Fingerboard Queen, <laughs> with a bunch of sponsors that even rival the Azi Berlin number of sponsors, oh, wow. like the number of sponsors for Azi 10. Good job, Adrian. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that, and I think, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening, and tune in next time. Yeah. Bye. Cheers.